Welcome to the Not Your Usual Cancer podcast. My name is Lauren and last year when I was 39, I was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer. I have ADHD, I'm a creative type, an entrepreneur, Reiki practitioner and astrologer and I've run my own coaching business and membership for the last few years. I take a psycho-spiritual intuitive approach in all that I do and it was no different when dealing with this diagnosis. I knew that I wanted to do things my own way to self-advocate and combine alternative healing methods alongside the surgery and chemo. In this podcast, I'll be sharing what I've learned along the way and what helped me get through the really dark moments. It's not your usual cancer podcast because I'll be integrating the spiritual, alternative and creative approaches and changing the narrative on what having cancer looks like. I believe in empowering people to listen to their bodies and trust their intuition if something doesn't feel right. Let's experiment and find joy and fun again and release the heaviness that going through cancer can bring. welcome to this week's episode. So this week I am talking all about taking a cyclical or cyclical, however you want to say it, a cyclical approach to chemotherapy, which makes total sense because chemotherapy generally happens in cycles. So I will explain a bit more about what I mean about a cyclical approach. So in my business that I was running Uh, Before I got diagnosed, um, I ran a membership called the Intuitive Business Academy. And the foundation of that was taking a cyclical approach. And basically, that means similarly to the moon cycle, there's um, basically four phases. And each phase has a different sort of energy to it. So you've got the beginning, which is like when there's a new moon, and that's the low energy phase. So it's like the winter phase of the cycle. And then as the moon is waxing or growing, you move into the next phase, which is the spring phase. So they're each about a week long. And then as you come two weeks after the new moon, you come into the full moon. So that's like around then is like the summer phase. And then after that, you can guess what's next. It's the autumn phase. So each has like a different sort of energy level with um, winter being the lowest energy. Then... um, Coming into spring, the energy is building, summer is the highest energy point, and then autumn is sort of declining again. So you've got that lovely sort of up and down, like if you imagine a wave, you know, going up and down. Um, And generally, this works really well, especially if you're a woman, because naturally, we have our own cycle as well, which is the same length as the moon cycle. So we are naturally cyclical beings, I have worked with this really deeply myself, not just with the moon cycle, with my menstrual cycle. I also work with astrological cycles. Um, There's the Saturn cycle, which is a seven year cycle. Uh, There's numerology, which is like a nine year cycle. So when you start looking back, you know, at the different points in your life, when all of these cycles were taking place, it's absolutely fascinating. And you can start to sort of track patterns and um, I think it just gives you like greater self-awareness and it it allows you to be kinder to yourself as well because you can recognize the patterns and 
just know that it's a phase. It's not like you're doing something wrong. It's just part of this cycle. So anyway, <laughs> as you can tell, I love, I love taking a cyclical approach. I think we need to move away from this very like logical, linear view of things. And instead, if we just saw them a bit with a bit more fluidity, um, that things happen in cycles and that we're sort of, I see life as like a spiral in that we're going up. So we, you know, we have like patterns and behaviors that sort of come round again and in cycles, you know, like, oh, I thought I got over that or I thought I'd sort of dealt with that. And then it just sort of comes up again, but in a different scenario. So yeah, very, very passionate about taking a cyclical approach. So um, when I found out I was going to go through chemotherapy and went to see uh, my oncologist to find out exactly what, you know, what the cycle, what the chemo prescription was. Uh, so my chemo um, was Capox, so Cape Cytobine and Oxaliplatin, which I can just about say now after <laughs> months of not being able to say it. I just said Capox and most people knew what that meant. Um I've dug out my medical notes here just so I can refer to them. Um, so basically, I was just given um, on the first day of my first chemo cycle, I was given this printout of all of the different drugs that I was going to be on. Um, and I found it really hard keeping track of what drugs I had taken, what I hadn't taken, um, especially it's not just the Cape Cytobine. Um, so I was having the Cape Cytobine tablets, um, so orally. Um, so I, I took a few, I think three tablets in the morning and three tablets in the evening. Um, and then I had the infusion um, every three weeks, which was the oxaliplatin infusion. So if you are listening to this and you have had a bowel cancer diagnosis like me, you may have been through this or you may be about to go through this. If you have a different form of cancer, it will probably be a different drug, a different chemotherapy. Um, so that's something that I didn't know until I went through it myself is that, you know, all chemo, all chemos are different. There are different drugs for different cancers and they have different side effects. So and again, everyone um, reacts differently to them as well. So there is really no one like, you know, broad experience or definition of what chemotherapy is because there is such a variety such a mixture out there so when I got this printout which I've got in front of me um I was confused I you know with chemo brain as well I was looking at this thinking which one what have I taken today which ones haven't I taken I did forget to take my anti-sickness ones um a few times uh because I was on uh, I think I'm just looking here. One, two, three, four, five different, five different uh, medications just from the hospital, um, and yeah, quite a lot of quite a lot of ones that I had to take at specific times of the day. So what I did, um, and I will, this is available as a free download. Um, so I will put a link in the show notes if you want to um, have a look if it might be something useful for you but I made a um, drugs table that I could use and alongside that I also made a chemo cycle tracker which is using the cyclical approach. So yeah I broke each chemo cycle down into four phases and what I found worked for me and this might be something if you're going through chemo or about to or know someone who is um, 
it might be something that you could uh, try out. Um, so if you think of the, the the cycles and the phases of the cycles, winter, spring, summer, autumn, I found that when I had uh, the infusion, that would be when I would start the autumn of the cycle. So the autumn is like when you've got declining energy, you're heading towards winter, which is like the lowest energy point. Um, and the reason I started on autumn, um, this is, I sort of adjusted this over the first couple of cycles, uh, is because I found that because I had the infusion and I had a load of steroids with the infusion, I actually didn't feel my lowest energy point until a few days after the infusion. So I started uh, with autumn, uh, that lasted uh, for about five or six days. And then I knew that I would come into what I felt found the hardest and the lowest energy. And when I felt my sort of illest, uh, the winter part of the cycle uh, was about five days later than that. So I, I knew when I was in that phase that I wouldn't get anything done. Um, just, you know, the bare minimum in terms of maybe have a shower, get myself some food, do a, have a sleep, listen to a podcast. Maybe that would be about it. Um, and that went on for a few days. So it was about day 12 that I would then come into the spring part of the cycle where energy is actually now building again. Um, so it was a bit tricky for me as I was on, um, the infusion and the drugs. So, um, my body didn't get a rest until the last week of the cycle. If you think about it in week terms. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so coming back to that, so the finishing the spring, coming into the summer part of the cycle for about five days. That would be when, um, yeah, just before I would have the next infusion. So I would know that those few days before the next infusion would be the time if I did want to meet up with friends or do anything that required going out. Um, because as I said, I was, I I found when I, those few sort of, I say about 10 days after the infusion, I didn't feel up to going out So I would plan my cycles this way and I had this um, tracker that I put up on the wall uh, so I could see and I could tick off each day as I had completed it. And then it was just a really visual way to see that I was making progress, to have awareness as to which part of the cycle I was in, to help my mindset to see that it was, you know, it was a phase, I was going to move on to the next one. Um, and again, just not to see things in a linear way, because I think if you see chemo in a linear way, it just seems like it's going to be never ending and much harder to get through mentally. Whereas taking this approach and breaking it down and seeing it in phases, seeing it in cycles, actually smaller cycles, um, smaller phases, just a few days long, gave me a sense of making progress and of just feeling better about it and I know I remember putting the tracker up on the wall and you know when I first put it up just had one tick on it and it just looked like there were so many more days I had to get through but it really wasn't long before I was suddenly um, more than halfway through I remember reaching the halfway point and ticking that day and thinking wow I've got halfway we just got to do the same again Um, and yeah then coming up to the last cycle. So I did four cycles, which may not sound a lot if you've not been through it, but it's a lot when it makes you feel so awful. And 
um, is just really challenging in so many different ways with the brain fog and just the fact with the t- kind of cycle, the kind of chemo that I had, that I, I had to take the, the pills myself, which I found quite tricky um, going for an infusion. It, it's sort of done for you, whereas remembering to take the pills at the right time and just the fact that you know you're putting something in your body that's going to make you not feel great, uh, I found that quite quite challenging but using this just helped me help me get through there are other things I did as well so uh, when I took the took the pills I always put them onto I, I picked a different oracle card for each day that would give me a sort of additional insight a dis, an additional sort of thing to focus on I have so many different oracle card decks that I would just use a different one each day it would have a positive message and then I'll put the pills that I needed to take on the card and take a picture of it. It's my little ritual that I did so that I knew because I would always get to a certain point in the day and think, oh my goodness, have I taken today's pills? Because you've got the brain fog and just, yeah, all of that stuff and sleeping and feeling like you've got jet lag, you, you sort of lose track of time. So I found that a really good ritual just to keep track and give myself a sort of positive affirmation as I was doing it. So yeah, the the cycle tracker, using oracle cards, taking pictures of the pills so I could also write down when I had taken them. Uh, and, and yeah, I found otherwise, I think I forgot to take them one time out of the four cycles. So can't, I can't do the maths, but um. 21 times four (laughs) is the number of days that I was on chemo and out of that all of those times I think one time I forgot to take it completely and then by the time I remembered it was too late so I think it worked um I I did get my um because I felt so bad on the chemo I spoke to my oncologist and I did get my dose of the capecitabine tablets reduced a bit because it was yeah, for me, uh, I know people who've taken exactly the same drugs and been fine. They've sort of carried on working and carried on going to the gym. But for me, that just was not an option at all. Um, it hit me really hard. Um, but having been through uh, morning sickness and pregnancy, it for, to me, it felt really similar to that. So I just went into that sort of mode of doing as little as possible, um, just relaxing, finding really good series on Netflix, on TV. Um, and that's kind of what, what got me through, really. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend having a look into the cyclical approach. Um, check out my free chemo cycle tracker download, if that could be useful to you, and the drugs table as well. Um, both fairly um, simple. Like once you, It'll probably make more sense once you see it visually. Um, fairly simple things to use but again just just helped me get through and yeah could help you too if you're of a similar kind of mindset to me Um, so yeah so that was my cyclical approach to chemotherapy and uh, there's so much more I could say about the cyclical approach because there's just so many levels to it but I will leave it there for now and I will be back soon with the next episode And that's that episode all wrapped up. If you'd like to get in touch, my website is lauren-jane.com. 
On there you can find details of all the work that I do, the one-to-one work that I do with clients, my membership and my group program which is coming soon. If you would like to drop me an email it's hi at lauren-jane.com. Thanks for listening.